overall, we are not doing um, that bad if we only take the numbers into account. Of course, uh, numbers not always give the full the full answer, right? So we organized a um, kickoff session last year where we invited everyone to participate and give their opinions. That is based on three pillars. We have the encourage pillar, the share pillar and the diversify pillar. I found it a great way for me to open up uh, and meet people and see different ideas. I wanted to really push myself a bit. So. I wanted to practice my uh, presentation skills, but my colleague Kieran also wanted to do the same. Hey everyone, welcome to the Ball.com Tech Lab podcast. We share our experience with you. Peeking behind the screens of IT and tech in general at Ball.com, the largest e-commerce platform in the Netherlands and Belgium. We are sharing our approach to IT, e-commerce and retail platforms. The host of the show, Peter Paul van der Beek and Peter Brouwers. Hi. The idea of this podcast stems from the course, of course, from the importance of the subject, but also from the diversity and inclusion month we have at Ball.com. And also in June and November last year, in the podcast, we spoke about diversity and women in tech with several guests. Let's see what are the latest developments and insights, especially given that there has been a lot of attention for the subject in the world around us uh, in the last weeks. Yes, yes, and inclusion is one of the subjects I remember well from our podcasts. Uh, Mary was sharing her story about feeling excluded and the talk she had about inclusion with our former CEO. And during that interview, but also during the editing again after it, it gave me the goosebumps. So I'm really curious right now uh, uh, how it is in, in this talk. And, and this talk we want to... Uh, Divide in, in yeah, two subjects, two parts. Uh, we start first with that diversity and, and inclusion, uh, and in this case, the women in tech, the more the generic story. And um, yeah, to make it more concrete, we go over to the second part uh, based on the examples uh, about the talks during Spaces Summit. So, Pat Paul, time to introduce the guests. Yeah, and uh, we have quite a list of uh, guests. I don't think that we ever had uh, so many guests. So, so that's, I think that also stresses the importance uh, of this. So let me first introduce uh, uh, Natalia, Natalia Ratsikidu. She's a software engineer in uh, in uh, BRMG. So that's uh, basically where we sell advertisements on our uh, platform. Great yes. to have you, Natalia. Great to be here. I'm really happy. And I uh, I was like, I'm on my maternity leave, but I was like, I find it really important uh, to uh, share uh, my experience. So thank you very much for inviting me. Cool. And next is uh, Nastasia Evremovska. She's a software engineer. And uh, she <laughs> I saw on her LinkedIn profile that she liked to m- likes to make and break things. So <laughs> always curious about mm-hmm. these uh, lines in, uh, in profiles. But uh, if you if you have listened to the podcast a lot, then you know that she was actually in one of one of first, I think, actually the first uh, podcast uh, when our equipment was uh, way less than this and we were just starting out. So, uh, yeah, really cool to have you uh, back. Yeah, uh, thank you, Peter Paul. It's, it's great to be back. It's actually the third time. I think the previous hackathon yeah. I also presented part of it. It was also it. the hackathon. Oh, I forgot. How can I? 
So, no. so, <laughs> best friends of the podcast. Though. Exactly, yeah. best friends of the podcast. <laughs> best friends of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, but uh, glad to be back. Yes. Cool. And we have uh, also uh, Manus Kuiper. Uh, she's a data scientist in the assortment uh, domain. Well, uh, I know from other teams that there's a lot going on in the assortment uh, domain for data scientists. So uh, great to have you as well. Thank you very much, Peter Val. Uh, thanks for having me. I'm really looking forward to this. And we have uh, also Raisa uh, Machado, also a software engineer. This uh, in the team Reptile, uh, and it's on the select uh, proposition. So if I'm correct, uh, the select subscription where we offer certain things to members of our platform. Yes. Yes, that's right. That's me. Hi, everyone. I'm very glad to be here. And uh, if you're not a member of Select, please go and buy a subscription for <laughs> yourself by now. <laughs> so now we have also a podcast with sponsored content. Cool. <laughs> cool. <laughs> you can collect that via the BOG stuff, I guess. <laughs> but we'll talk about that later. And then uh, our last guest, uh, guest of today is uh, Maartje van Dende. She's front-end uh, developer. And yeah, given that she has an education in journalism, I think that Peter and I <laughs> will learn a lot during this uh, podcast, since we don't. Um, and she's, looked, she's working on assortment uh, tooling uh, for our partners on the platform. Welcome. Yes, yeah, thank you very much. Nice to be here. Great. So, uh, diversion and uh, inclusion um, month. Why is it so important in Bold.com? Yes, so the Diversity and Inclusion Month is something that came out out of the Diversity and Inclusion Workgroup that has on the lines of 10 people working on this um, nowadays. We think it's really important to raise awareness throughout the company regarding the topic. So we need to speak about this and do something that's not like a one-time campaign, but rather a continuous uh, continuous. cause that we put effort and we try to develop further and further. So that's why we are trying to raise awareness throughout the company so that more people can see the importance of this subject and can also join the group and help us um, build something more concrete. Can you give an example what we uh, what we did in that month? Oh, yes, of course. So the month was divided uh, in four weeks. The first week was focused on awareness. So we shared a lot of numbers uh, regarding awareness uh, as a more abstract topic, so a general topic. And then we uh, we dove in into the teams. So we had the Women in Tech Week, we had the Pride Week and the Internationals Week. And for every week, we had a small uh, special activity. So either a lunch session or a talk with the internationals or kind of like a coffee uh, blind date. We also had the pub quiz to wrap up the month, which you guys probably heard of. It was uh, the first fully online event that we organized. I think we had close to 400 uh, people uh, joining, so it was quite big. And uh, we are really proud of the, the month in general, because after that, we got a lot of people reaching out, starting the conversation and just saying, hey, I would like to help. How can I help? And that's what we look for, more people uh, to become engaged, and I think we really, we really caused, we really made an, an impact, and that was really amazing. I, I'm really proud of it. And 
you said that in the beginning you shared some numbers. How does Bol.com compare to other companies in the Netherlands? Could you share a little on that? Yes, of course. So I think some numbers we are still below the, the national average. So regarding women in tech, we were last time that I checked 1.5% below the national average. But women as a whole in the company, we are uh, 41%. So that's quite an okay number. Overall, we are not doing uh, that bad if we only take the numbers into account. Of course, uh, numbers not always give the full the full answer, right? Exactly. Because then, again, this would be my remark. This is just the numbers. But that's way different than uh, it feels sometimes, I, I can imagine. Exactly, yes. Yes, and also it's, it's maybe interesting to see that um, the women in tech within uh, Bolt.com is so, sort of around average for the country. But as a country in, in general, the Netherlands is doing pretty bad on the how many women uh, that work in tech. And this is actually mm-hmm. something that we really would like to um, improve so that uh, mm-hmm. yeah, we have more women in tech. So this is, and as a Bolt.com, we are a really big company. So because, uh, so there are, Relatively, quite quite a lot of women uh, in tech, but this is really something we can do to make an impact, to show like, hey, this is something we at Bolt.com find really important, and maybe we can also inspire some people to uh, to think about a career in tech if they haven't done that before. Yeah, and you, the, there was a uh, had this women in tech um, uh, community. You came, you came up with a statement. You worked on that together with uh, uh, our people and department, I believe, and uh, and um, I think it was even the the, the board that uh, signed the statement, right? Um, yeah. Can you can you tell more about the statement? What what did we put on paper? Yes, uh, of course. So when we were first starting the community, uh, Martin and I, we had a very clear idea of what we wanted the community to be like. But we felt that having only our own opinions was not enough to build a very strong, long-lasting, relevant community. So we organized a um, kickoff session last year where we invited everyone to participate and give their opinions. And together with Suzanne uh, Hirschhoff, we had a workshop and we gathered a lot of input from everyone on what they felt the community should represent and what we should stand for. And that's how we came up with the women in tech statement that is based on three pillars. We have the encourage pillar, the share pillar and the diversify pillar. And the idea under each of those pillars is that the encourage session, the encourage pillar is where we um, together as a community, we do some networking, we build bridges. We try to be authentic, open and vulnerable. But most importantly, we listen and we have been doing uh, monthly meetings where we just have lunch together and we just have a safe space where everyone can uh, can uh, support each other. That has been really successful so far. And then under the share pillar, we we are working on inspiration sessions because we do know we have so many amazing women working inside the company that are really uh, working that their asses off. Sorry for my language, but that's true. Really being very innovative and uh, just being game changers. And we want to create a platform where those women can just tell their stories so that they also inspire other women and everyone actually to uh, 
perform their jobs better or by just sharing their life stories, they can also just make a very positive impact on the community in general. And then we have the diversified pillar. Um, and the idea there is that we embrace the uniqueness of all people. So we want to be very aware of biases and we want to be also very inclusive, which means that this community is not only for women, it's for everyone. Because we do understand that there is no way that we will change the status quo if we only have women involved. So if you are a man and you're listening to this podcast and you want to get involved, please reach out because we need your help. And I think that by having everyone's perspective, that's how we can actually make a positive impact and create a change on the company and on the environment around us. And actually, I also want to give just a quick shout out to Taiman from Recruitment because he has been working with us already. And that's really positive and we need more people like that. Yeah, so the embrace the uniqueness of all people. That's that's the diversified pillar. Wow. Okay, and, and this statement was put on paper and then uh, it, uh, our um, board member Ellen said, okay, this is that important. I want to sign it off and, and want to be part of it as well, right? That's how it kind of... Exactly. So yeah. we are really proud and we think it's really great that we have this, this kind of support from uh, directors as well. Great. Great to see in here. Yeah, and... Um, yeah, maybe that's a nice bridge, of course. If you talk about sharing and inspire others, is, is that then where the, uh, if, if you talk about our Spaces Summit, um, and we have this, this uh, yearly event. This time it was online. Yeah, you should hear the, listen to the other episode. We talked about it. And in this Spaces Summit, um, yeah, three women uh, stood up and said, I want to present over there. And that's the, the bridge here, I, I think. Um, yeah, can you share something about your presentation and, and uh, yeah, what, why did you choose the topic before we go uh, to women in tech relationship again? Uh, who wants to start? Uh, I can uh, start. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so the presentation, I've uh, I participated in a few conferences and uh, um, they always had kata involved as of a workshop or of uh, as of a, uh, a talk and uh, i thought oh that's a great uh, topic to do uh, at ball so and that's how the idea came up uh, i participated in a kata uh, workshop uh, talk in uh, tenerife in socrates in tenerife so i thought mm, i can do it i have the knowledge why not uh, and that's how uh, it came uh, in birth i really want to share uh, first and foremost that i couldn't have done it actually i didn't do it uh, but the workshop uh, um, was held by duncan lu and it it wouldn't have been possible if um, this amazing colleague for me wasn't there to support me. And actually, we did it together. So I wasn't alone. I'm here to present it. It was indeed my idea, but I had the help. And I think it reaches well with what Haisa said, that we are a community. We need to help each other uh, to go further. Okay, cool. Marlouz? Yeah, those are really nice words, Natalia. 
Yeah, for me, uh, I presented on Streamlet, which is an application framework in Python, which makes it really easy to create uh, really nice visual demos uh, from scratch in like a very short amount of time. And basically, in my team, we do a lot of uh, product discovery, which means we do a lot of presentations to stakeholders and to the team itself. And Streamlit really helps us a great deal because it allows us to really quickly set up visually appealing and interactive demos. And so the reason why I wanted to present on this is basically to share uh, my knowledge on it. And it's uh, it's a pretty new tool, so not many people knew about it yet. So I really wanted to make sure that everybody in the community knows about it and can also uh, use it to their uh, advantage. It's always nice to hear that that we can share knowledge and I think it's a great opportunity. And that kind of also inspired me for my presentation because it's not really the stage right that kept me from presenting, I feel. I, I always struggle to find a topic that I think would be relevant for people and that people would have something new to hear. Uh, so this year I thought we actually had the, the perfect opportunity so together with my colleague Karen, we presented on our internal uh, infrastructure tool called R2D2. You can also check out their uh, podcast, by the way. Uh, Karen and uh, Jeroen from my team, they talked about the R2D2 tool a while back on the podcast. And um, it has actually existed for a few years and we have quite a new colleagues in the, co in the company. So we thought it would be nice to tell the story of how did it come to be and what were the decisions made three years ago and uh, what would you maybe do differently uh, if you do it, did it today? So, yeah, that was the motivation. I had. Cool. Yeah, and, and those three uh, presentations, I believe we also put them on, online on uh, YouTube. So uh, uh, in the show notes, we will add the, the links, of course. Uh, but the, that's so far the, 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 the topic. And you can see that it's already three totally different uh, topics. So that, that's interesting. Uh, but what, yeah, what, what was it that you, um, yeah, wanted to present something during Spaces Summit and especially this subject? Uh, for me, it was uh, Natalia. <laughs> for me, it was uh, uh, mainly because I uh, I was missing uh, the Kata mindset uh, in uh, the Ball.com conferences in our environment in general. I found it a great way for me to open up uh, and meet people and see different ideas and also cultivate a lot for me. It helped me cultivate my um, uh, software engineering practices. Uh, I think it made me a better software engineer. So I wanted to bring it uh, to ball. Marlouz? Yeah, so for me, uh, like I said, it was, it was mainly about sharing knowledge, but I also wanted to kind of show off the things, the cool things that my team is doing, uh, which we're proud of, and also... I wanted to really push myself a bit, so I'm not really, usually I'm not really the, the person who uh, goes to speak at conferences. In fact, it was my first conference talk, and uh, yeah, I kind of wanted to get out of my comfort zone and be like, yeah, why why not? Why, uh, why shouldn't I do this? I mean, it's cool, and I have something to say, so uh, yeah, let's try. And did you really want to do this yourself? Did it come from you, or did someone push you a little to... Uh to take this step? Um, 
I think it was mainly me. I, I don't think anybody was really pushing me, but uh, together with a couple of teammates, we were all really excited about Space Summit and uh, a couple of my colleagues also submitted some abstracts. So uh, yeah, that also helped. So we were in it together, yeah. so to speak. Yeah, so, so it really helps if other people in your environment are also doing it because then it's more easy to to also participate and want it to be out there on stage, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, definitely. And for Anastasia, what was your motivation, your drive? Yeah, so uh, on, on one hand, we've been receiving a lot of questions about R2D2, so we wanted to take this opportunity to answer some of them. And also, it made us a bit more transparent, I find, on what we're doing to the rest of the company. And to a kind of add on Marlusa's story, it was a bit to, I wanted to practice my uh, presentation skills, but my colleague Kieran also wanted to do the same. So this was a really nice opportunity to do it together and also hold each other responsible a bit to, to make it good and to share the load. So I really like that. Yeah, so it's a combination of um, um, yeah, really present about the the, the topic, uh, the, the content, and and a combination of the uh, develop your personal development. Hey, you want to uh, make a next step in in presentation, etc. So um, yeah, if you connect it with your ex your experience with with the other questions, uh, and, uh, if you if you look at the number of women presenting during Space Summit, it's really uh, yeah, no number. Um, can you explain it based on your experience? Yeah, so maybe I'll start this time. Okay. Uh, I think from from myself at least, I I always struggle a bit to find a topic, as I said, that I think people would be interested in. So I think as women, we maybe try to be a bit perfectionist and really find the really niche thing and, and something that hasn't been done before. Uh, and we really try to have a topic that's really good or innovative or whatever, but that's that doesn't have to be always the case, I've noticed. I've been to many conferences where, where you can hear very niche sort of things that maybe have been discussed, and they are not necessarily your topic of interest but they are somebody's topic of interest so you can always find people that are interested in what you have to say and just because you're not good at that certain topic doesn't mean you're good at another topic so you should think that probably you have something interesting to say for you uh, Marlous? yeah so i also agree uh, i can relate to what anastasia is saying I also think it can be quite daunting to present at a conference. I mean, it's it's uh, one thing to present for your team, but it's another to present for the whole tech community, right? So, and that's not just for women, but that's also for men. Um, and I think, you know, um, there are quite a few people who have done this like many times, who are very confident in presenting, who are very, uh, you know, comfortable. And then there's also a very large group in the tech community um, who have never done that before, who don't feel like really comfortable presenting for a large audience. And, um, you know, I, I think uh, we already have a lot like a big support system in place. But I think uh, making sure that everybody knows that it's there, that there is a lot of support and that it's a very safe community to present in is really 
um, yeah, really important. And I think that could be a very powerful thing uh, to do moving forward. For you, for you, Natalia, you had similar experiences or? I like uh, I couldn't agree more with uh, Anastasia and Marlouz. Uh, uh, really, I felt exactly the same way. Um, one extra thing that I notice is um, that the reason why in uh, Ball, but also in other companies, uh, I, I do believe that Ball is doing quite of a good uh, job, let's say, based on my previous experience, um, is the way a company presents itself. Uh, so uh, I uh, also uh, I have an experience in a conference that someone asked me would you like to talk a bit to, to us about uh, women in tech and I was uh, like why what can we do to increase what would it uh, what can we do to get you into our company and I was like look for personally for me uh, and of course this is for, uh, Natalia speaking it's different per person uh, if I see that the company is presenting itself full of men and predominantly like how strong they are and how like getting it all out there I would feel a bit scared that not scared that oh I will go there and what am I gonna do but mostly like are my ideas going to be heard? Is there space and um, uh, enough security, let's say, for every different idea to be cultivated? And I think that's the most uh, important thing. And I think it touches also diversity. It's not only about women in tech. It's about different perspectives uh, and ways of thinking. Okay. And because uh, Marlouz mentioned the, the feeling safe and also about presenting at a conference uh, like the Space Summit. Did we, in your opinions, do a good enough job there so that you would feel safe? Or, or should we still take additional steps to make it even better? Yeah, that's a good question. I think, uh, like I said, we have a really nice support system in the tech community. There's the walk-in sessions for uh, speakers, uh, you know, there's a presentation course that you can take. So there's already a lot of things going on. Um, but of course, we don't really know, um, for instance, in the case of very few uh, female presenters, we don't really know why it is that there are so very few female presenters. So I think there could still be, um, you know, there are a lot of questions still unanswered. And I think that would be my suggestion in in. Uh, figuring out what those answers are, you know, like maybe collecting data through a survey, figuring out um, if people are willing to, or uh, women are willing to present next year and why it is that they will or, or why uh, they don't want to go. And, and, you know, collecting some feedback, asking, yeah, the important questions like, um, you know, what is it that we can do to help? What are the things that are very, what are uh, holding you back? And uh, if we have answers to all those questions, we can determine what are the next important steps and if we're doing a good enough job, I think. Was it already a topic, uh, um, and maybe now looking a bit more to Marta and uh, Risa, uh, in, in the Women in Tech uh, uh, group, the uh, number of women sharing their stories in Space Summit, was it? Was Not it but we are preparing a session for the end of this month where we intend to do exactly this survey. So um, 
individually, I have been speaking um, to a few women, so I have an idea of what might be, you know, the issue there. But we want to gather more, uh, more insights. So we intend to do that during one of the lunch sessions. Just have an anonymous survey so that they can answer, and uh, hopefully we'll find more concrete things to tackle. Yeah, but it was not not uh, some discussion already up front. Uh, in, in, for instance, during the request for proposals, that uh, uh, what? Unfortunately, no. Uh, okay, well, that's that's good to realize. So it, it was an insight you got during the space summit uh, that that there were really a few, a few uh, women in uh, uh, doing these presentations. Um, yeah, and of course, if there are would. Uh, in general, will be more women working in tech. Then, of course, you can expect the number of women presenting in the present uh, in a, on the conference would also be larger. So, yeah, that's of course the core of the problem, right? Yeah. Yeah. Should we should we do as a company something specific on that side? Should we? You've been talking to Timon already, but should we do something in the way we publish our vacancies that would uh, be easier accessible um, uh, for non-white men. Let's let's put it like that. <laughs> Definitely, uh, I think he has been uh, very busy working on uh, that specifically. So basically, going through all the copy. So the the very very small things, the way that you write stuff, mm-hmm. you have to be very careful not to use like very uh, not to put gender as a very big uh, role there. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, one thing that we noticed while we were on the Women in Tech conference last year in Amsterdam, we had some pamphlets, we had a booth, we were uh, there as a company, as Bob.com, and we had a booth, and we had some pamphlets to showcase the company. And what we realized while we were at the conference is that the pamphlet only had pictures of men, and we were in a Women in Tech conference. So that was, you know, one of the things that we should definitely work on. If we want to showcase the diversity that we already have inside Ball, then we should be paying more attention to those small details for sure. Another thing that we have been working together with recruitment is making sure that every time that we have a female engineer on the process, on the recruitment process, that we make sure that she she meets with at least one female engineer as well, so that she knows that there are also female engineers working at the company and she can feel more perhaps more safe or more relaxed during the interview process to maybe ask questions or yeah just identify herself a little bit more uh if i may add something on that um i think uh, from my perspective we should also be a bit careful because we don't want to segregate the whole the, the subject of recruitment so i think we have to be careful with the pamphlets and with the wording uh, including diversity diversity but not really be targeted as of uh, we are trying to ingru- uh, to increase our seats of how many women we have because yeah we we are trying to promote ourselves more into that uh, area because uh, speaking from experience, I have heard from a lot of uh, uh, female engineers at uh, Ball even that um, they don't want to be identified as of something different. They just want to. And I, I feel the same as well. I want to be part. I don't want to be something separate. Um, 
So it's more about inclusion, I think. But that, that's kind of hard if you. And, and, and it's it's needed to 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 pay attention to. So that's why we have this women in tech statement, and and we and you explained the, the three pillars. But on the other on the other hand, you 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 know you want to be one team, and and it, in fact you say it shouldn't be necessary. Is that what you mean? It's uh, yes. Because then it it comes too much. Yeah. Yes, because we saw it with the international community as well, that at some point people don't, you need everyone to work together. So you need everyone to identify with that. And um, I I don't want to feel that I have special treatment. And I think that uh, people in tech want to feel empowered because of their knowledge and not because someone... Made them a favor, let's say. That, uh, yeah, that's one of the message. hardest thing uh, of uh, diversity and how with hiring people, right? That's the most uh, hard thing at the moment because a lot of companies are thinking about how are we going to make our company more diverse. But you have to put some effort, but nobody wants to be diversity hire. So how are you going to make sure that you do have a more diverse team, but at the same time um, that people don't feel like they are diversity hired? And that's really hard, I think. And um, the main thing to do is to make sure that, indeed, when the VBS says that we are really an uh, inclusive company and that everybody feels welcome and, yeah, that yeah. people feel safe. Definitely. I think the trick there is that we should be aware of the biases on our recruitment process. So there is this very cool study that Airbnb performed with their recruitment process. They removed the names and the gender from the... the CVs. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> From the CVs. And then they noticed that a lot more women were uh, going through the pipeline. So just by removing the gender, they already noticed that there was an implicit bias there that no one was noticing. And that's uh, that's the type of thing that we, we try to uh, work on as well. Just removing our own biases. Yeah. Especially from from the ones that we we think we are we we don't have, but it proves you have uh, do, do by doing it like this uh, by this example. Yeah, amazing if you think about it. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 just one small que- uh, question uh, for the topic for about spaces submit again before we go to the closing round already. Um, what especially for Spaces Summit is needed? Eh? We, you talked about uh, some recruitment examples already. What, what, for, what is for Spaces Summit needed to attract more women? What do you think? I think um, I think it's good to I- include uh, or to promote a bit more uh, first-time uh, speakers. We noticed by uh, talking with Marcia Haisa that uh, a lot of us were just the first time that we presented. So I think the coming uh, uh, years, it's good to uh, have a bit of a campaign of uh, helping out the first time speakers. Uh, so maybe in the survey, we can uh, ask uh, everyone, okay, uh, what, I- what are your interests? What would you like to present for instance? And then we can see from there what are their interests maybe on the women's side or on the men's side. And um, yeah. If you have pre- uh, presented before, if not, I think that's how we could be inclusive, but not only specifically uh, promoting, uh, yeah, uh, a, a gender. Okay. 
Yeah, I think so too. I think that's a really nice uh, way to look at it to promote people who would normally not present to uh, to actually go and, and get up on that stage. Um, yeah, so uh, for instance, you could, um, th- like I said, there are uh, many experienced uh, speakers out there who would probably love to coach someone who's never spoken at a conference before. So in that way, you could also uh, leverage those um, that knowledge that's in the organization to to help someone make that final or that that uh, needed step to uh, to present. And um, yeah, and I think uh, the survey that's going to be um, sent out uh, by Aisha um, on uh, on like women uh, presenting at Spaces Summit is also a really good step forward. Yeah, I cannot agree more. And I think having the the uh, I took this year the the preparation workshop that we organize usually for presenters, and I must recommend it. And I think it would be nice if we promote that and do it more throughout the year, and not per se only before a conference come by. That way, we give people a bit more time and a bit more leisure to kind of do it in a less stress way or in less time pressure. So. I think that what um, I'm going to do a circle. I think what Anastasia said is really like uh, important that maybe that's also a key to success. Having more stimulation throughout the year, not having to wait spaces summit for the presentations. We have the bold.com meetups also. Uh, personally, I haven't really seen how this process goes and how you can reach out, or what uh, can, what are the topics that you could present or other small uh, internal initiatives. Uh, yeah. yeah, other talks as well. Yeah, yeah that's amazing, yeah. Anastasia. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, like speaking, like anything else, like writing code or whatever, or flexing your muscles is a muscle that you need to get comfortable with. So. Taking any opportunity you can you can find to present, I think it's a very nice practice for anybody. And if you're scared of presenting and don't like the visual thing, you can also contact your favorite podcast host and say, hey, I've got an interesting <laughs> topic uh, for you. And then uh, that would also could be for our numbers, so that would uh, would benefit us both. So I see an advantage there. But getting more serious on this one, would you have any recommendations for? Uh, Peter and myself, uh, yeah, also to work on diversity. Is there something in our approach uh, why we are uh, uh, having the, the people in our show that we have in our show? Or do you have any ideas on that? I think just from the mere fact that you, we do that in English, and that means that we are reaching out to the whole audience, uh, for me, uh, it's really important. Whatever it's happening in English, I really feel as part of uh, the family. I think that this show is amazingly inclusive because even from the beginning, there were diverse people there. Uh, I think it's uh, percentage-wise, it's kind of half-half of uh, uh, based on knowledge and uh, experience and gender and um, cultural background. So, yeah. I also like that the topics are quite mixed, so they're not strictly very technical. 
sometimes they touch a bit on social topics too, like like the imposter syndrome uh, podcast you had recently, yeah. which is maybe something you see in tech a lot, but it's a more general topic. I think it's nice to have a bit of a wacky topic now and then and just be, do you have a crazy thing you've been t- thinking about? Do you think it's worthy? Well, it's something really fun. Okay, cool. All right, yeah, maybe it's going to uh, to go to the closing round, uh, Peter Paul. What do you think? I think it's time for that. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> so, so could you share your 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 key takeaway uh, with the audience, please? Well, for me, um, for me, the most important thing was that although um, I had an idea and I was really convinced that uh, I would like to present it this time after all these years at Bonn. Then uh, I uh, was pregnant and um, from the beginning it was obvious that I wasn't being able, I wouldn't be able to present it. So I had great help from Duncan Lu and actually I think that Even if I wasn't uh, on maternity leave, it would have been great from the beginning to share it with someone else and do it together. Um, I really wouldn't have done it without him. It was a collaborative effort. And I would like to uh, suggest to everyone to try to talk to other people and do it together. Okay. Nice. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. I think that's a really nice way to do uh, presentations and talks. Uh, for me, I think the key takeaway is that um, uh, we all really like Spaces Summit, uh, but there's always things that are uh, up for improvement. And I think it's really nice that we are uh, reflecting and that we are bringing it to the table and that we are talking about this. And uh, I think only in that way you can really make uh, make things even better. And um, yeah, there are a lot of cool things happening. So I'm really looking forward to next year's Space Summit to see uh, see what we uh, come up with. For me, it would be if you want to present, but you don't have an idea, think about it. I'm pretty sure you can find something interesting that doesn't look interesting at first view, but many more people would be actually happy to hear about it. So ask around and you'll see you'll find a nice topic to talk about. Okay. And from the Women in Tech com- uh, Community Drivers March, Haisa, uh, what about you? Yeah, so I would like to see our community playing a more prominent role in uh, engaging more women towards presenting. So as we mentioned before, maybe creating a safe space where they can practice doing those um, throughout the year, also just assessing perhaps the underlying issues that are not very clear right now. So I would like to see the community taking a more active role in that manner. Yes, I totally agree with that. And my personal takeaway is maybe that I have to present next year. (laughs) 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 I'm postponing it, so uh, yes. (laughs) Cool, yeah. Yeah, so yep. Thanks for your time to to share this with with us and with uh, with the audience. I, I believe it's really good to do uh, and 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 explain uh, what you came up with with the statement with the three pillars uh, about encourage, about share and, and diversity, but also about the stories about uh, the space summit talks. And uh, and I like already. I, I see kind of red line in there. Do it together. 
lower the, the, your own barrier to, to do so um, and, and, and start small and it is based on its internal uh, summit, but you can also use other internal ones before you go external. So that, that's also great to hear. Really interesting in what comes out of the, the, the inventory that you want to do, the, the questionnaire okay. survey. Um, and I'm also interested if somebody's listening that wants to to share thoughts. Uh, if it's internal bull.com, uh, you know how to find it uh, on, on workplace. But if it's outside bull.com, you can send email to uh, techlab at bull.com or you go, can go to, to the Twitter account or yeah, send it to us or maybe to you as well. So share your ideas on this. That would be also uh, very nice, I believe. So yeah, the food for thought, I would, would say. But also, it's it, and we started off with women in tech, but then it became diversity in tech. And yeah, it, it's there's a lot of stuff to talk about again. So uh, so thank you. Yeah. Thank you very Thanks. much. Thanks for having us. Yes, great. thank you very much. Yeah, that was great. Okay. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you liked the episode, check some of the others. Go to Spotify or iTunes, search for TechLab and subscribe. Leave a five-star review so others can find the podcast easier and spread the word. We like interactions, so if you have any questions or suggestions, find us on Twitter, LinkedIn or mail techlab at ball.com. Hope to meet you in our next episode. Have fun!